Welcome to On The Mic Podcast. This is your host, Tim Drake. On today's episode, I have comedian and musician, Mike Furman. I was so excited to finally get Mike on the podcast. I first met Mike uh, several years back over at Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles over at the Nerd Melt Showroom. And uh, yeah, I've always been a big fan of Mike's music. Of course, he was half of the duo of Hard and Firm that he and Chris Hardwood created. And uh, yeah, it was really fun to talk with Mike. I've always been very intrigued by his career. Uh, he always puts up such incredible content. So it was fun to sit down with him uh, out in Los Angeles. Uh, he, he was kind enough to come over to our to our little shady uh, hotel room. We were supposed to be recording this episode at UCB. And then uh, there were some unforeseen circumstances as we arrived. And uh, yeah, luckily we were just standing across the street and Mike was cool enough to come over to our hotel there. And, uh, and record this episode. Yeah, we talked to Mike, you know, kind of what it was like going, growing up in California as he, uh, you know, had discovered Weird Al as a kid. Uh, kind of writing some of his first comedy songs. And then, you know, at UCLA is where he, he and Chris met and started Hard and Firm and, you know, started performing uh, some of their stuff there. And, uh, you know, as a kid, you know, meeting Weird Al, how he's gone on to, you know, perform with him a couple times. He's, he's recorded with them. And it's, it's, you know, really, really cool experience to, you know, meet that childhood hero and then, you know, kind of become their peer. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a cool story to kind of hear about that. Uh, we also talked with Mike, you know, kind of about you know he's he's a dad, he's got a couple of kids, and uh, you know it just it just come you know from a from a birthday party over the weekend, um, you know for one of his kids. So it was a lot of fun talking with him, just kind of about everything. Uh, so even, even the Nerdist TV show, he was the one man band on that. On the Nerdist TV show. If you've never seen that, you can definitely check that out on Hulu. Uh, it, was, it was always hilarious to see, you know, what new band name Mike would come up with from episode to episode. But yeah, it was a lot of fun sitting down and talking with Mike. I think you guys are really going to enjoy enjoy this. If you've never heard Mike's music, you know, definitely look him up um, on iTunes. You can get the Hard and Firm album on there. Um, and also see, you know, so many of his other projects. You can also see a lot of his stuff on YouTube. Uh, one of one of the uh, videos that he recently did that I had shared a while back was the uh, Ghostbusters versus Luke Skywalker. That is absolutely hilarious. So make sure you check that out. We'll have a couple of the videos up on the website on the mikepodcast.com uh, where you can check those out. But yeah, make make sure make sure you, you check those out and uh, and pick up some of Mike's music. He's he's an incredible musician and and just absolutely hilarious. I think you guys are really going to uh, to enjoy learning about him here. For any of our friends out in Los Angeles, this coming Monday, September 26th at the Improv Lab, our good friend Christian Piper, former guest of the podcast, uh, is bringing his comedy challenge show Adrenaline to the Improv Lab. It's got an incredible lineup on it. Sarah Tiana, Tommy Johnigan, Dwayne Perkins, Barbara Gray, also former guest of the podcast, David Deary, Preacher Lawson, uh, the show again, Adrenaline with Christian Piper and Brian Vokey. You're not going to want to miss this show. Christian's done it uh, for, for a couple of years. Uh, out here at Wise Guys Comedy, and yeah, I'm thrilled to see the Improv Lab giving Chris, giving Christian a chance uh, to be able to put this show up there. Go out and check this show out; it's going to be incredible. So again, that's Monday, September 26th at 10 p.m. at the Improv Lab, Adrenaline with Christian Piper and Brian Vokey. Make sure you get out and and go and go see that show. Thank you again to Mike Berman for taking the time to come and hang out with us in our hotel room. It was so much fun talking with Mike and learning more about his career. Uh, right now, I'm getting ready to head out to New York. Another week here, I'll be in New York. Uh, kind of, in, kind of finally enjoying the city. I've been a ton of times and I've never really had a chance to kind of, kind of explore things there. I'll be recording a couple episodes as well. Make sure you. You uh, come back next week. Mateen Stewart, a fantastic comedian, is, is on the show next week. He just released his album, Let's Get Mateened, on iTunes. So go pick up Mateen's stand-up album. And, uh, yeah, make, 
make sure you come back and listen to his episode uh, next week. So a few more other episodes uh, that we've recorded in Los Angeles are still to come, so make sure you guys keep your, keep your ears open for that. And yeah, a lot, lot, lot of good stuff to come. Again, thank you so much, Mike Furman, for coming and sitting down with us. Always a great time. Go buy his stuff. All the links on the website and some of his videos up on the website as well. Make sure you're following me on Twitter at Tim Drake. Follow the podcast at On The Mike Podcast. And of course, follow, follow Mike Furman at Firm, P-H-I-R-M, on Twitter. And again, those links available on the website. So you can just click and follow Keeping it simple, as always. Enjoy this episode with Mike Furman. We did find in our in our freezer uh, a bottle of Jim Bean. This weekend, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we were putting waters in there the other day, and I was like, "What's this?" And yeah. it's just like. All right, this place came. Forget the mint on the pillow. We got Jack in the freezer. <laughs> Jack in the box. Oh, that's why they call this place Jack in the box. The only way to stay here is if you're uh, drunk, and we include the liquor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes sometimes going out in the middle of the night to try to get El Pollo Loco a little less uh, less terrifying. Yeah. yeah. They, they charge you five bucks at the end of the night. Or when you check out, they charge you five bucks if you didn't drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and how is your gym being? I'm hammered. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, if you drink enough of it, they just give you a free stay the next time. <laughs> we're, a f- we're a family establishment. You have to drink all of your gym bean or none at all. Right. So I'm glad that we finally uh, had a chance to, to get you on. I know you and I very briefly met probably three years ago at Meltdown. So okay. it was somewhere around that time. And I was just like, hey, that's Mike Furman. <laughs> yeah, I, I, God, I, it's been, I don't perform that much these days. So I, I bet that's probably like, Within the last five shows I've done, <laughs> so yeah, I should I should remember more. But yeah, I, I always get excited though when I see that you're putting out new new things. The uh, the Ghostbusters and Luke Skywalker video oh, yeah. we just did a couple months That's ago. Great video. Absolutely made my day. Nice. And I was I was doing a thing for one of our local radio stations, and I had put it on their website. And I was just like, you have to check this out that Mike Furman made. Oh, nice. And it was like a top forty station okay. where nerd stuff is just not. Oh yeah. And and I had a couple people that are just like, why would you think we'd want to see Ghostbusters and Luke Skywalker? And I was like, because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> That's why. That's why you're going to watch it and like it and deal yeah. with it because I have the microphone right now. It says verses <laughs> and nobody fought. Like no, it's just. It's, all right. <laughs> well, thanks, man. That's really yeah, cool. it, it absolutely made. My my day i nice. i watched that several times Thank through you. Oh, cool. <laughs> and laughed harder and harder each time more than i probably should have by the 10th go around <laughs> nice. that's good that's good thanks dude so but uh I, I know this weekend you had you had one of your kids birthdays and then uh, i did yeah. so a lot of family stuff kind of going into labor day yeah we had we had uh like 10 people in our house and at one point i was sleeping on our uh in the eating area floor that's where i ended up because uh, <laughs> there are just people everywhere um and yeah we we had uh, my son's seventh birthday at chuck e cheese um with beer which i didn't know they serve beer at chuck e cheese <laughs> what? And, uh, really? and a friend either. of mine walks over and, uh she says like she's like hey you know uh here you go and hands me a full beer i was like hey where'd that come from how, how did you wait and it's cold so you didn't sneak it unless you'd like rolled a keg in here <laughs> as like in a stroller with like oh yeah it's my baby's asleep Shh, you know and then like inside is actually like a little uh the security ballroom. at Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese is loose enough. You might be able to, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good way to sneak a kid in, I guess. You could uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> sneak a small dude. Uh, but, yeah, no, they, uh, they let you have one beer per 
driver's license per hour. Wow. So they don't want you getting hammered, but you can have a beer because it is a pizza place and people would occasionally want to have a beer with their pizza. I, be uh, I bet you that's a California thing, though. There's no way in hell that's a Utah Oh, thing. yeah. You, can, you can't watch an R-rated movie and drink beer at the same time <laughs> in Utah. Oh, really? That is, li that is, that is <laughs> no, quite literally on. a law. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah one, of the, one of our theaters out there, it's called Broovies, and it's a, it's a pub yes. and, and theater. That shows and movies. And the DABC in Utah came down on them for showing Deadpool and, and uh, beer and having beer at the same time. Yeah. Because really? there's sexual references in Deadpool. Yeah. What? But is beer is like the, it's a cornerstone of a good beer, movie. Yeah. That's now, been around since like Gregorian monks. And yeah. Like that's a the, the DABC in Utah is run by a bunch of people who have never had a sip of alcohol in their life. Okay. So it, it's it's, it's a little confusing. They, yeah. But it was even funnier because it was a sting operation where they went in and watched the movie to see oh, if beer yeah. was being served. Yeah. And they were able to order beer. And so I, more or less, I think someone was like, hey, don't you guys work for this is a sting operation. Right. Right. <laughs> I would think they would be a little more freaked out just at the content of Deadpool. If they're that worried yeah. about like the high road <laughs> and like keeping purity or whatever it is like, huh. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Go to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. 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 Sneak, yeah. sneak <laughs> in an iPad and watch Deadpool. <laughs> have a beer. If no, in Utah, in, they'd be like, Utah. no ski ball with beer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, I think, uh, yeah, the kids are allowed to have beer. Everybody was, yeah, everybody was uh, hammered. By the end of the <laughs> hour, because for kids, one beer per hour is a reasonable amount. It's no, I wouldn't give my kid beer, uh, not a full beer. I've let my kid have a sip of beer. I've done that, and that seems to be no Sounds big like deal. Like a perfect place for me. I'm gonna have to see if they have apartments there. I know, right? Just yeah. Set up camp. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do feel like that's an extraordinary place to. Uh, be drunk would be in a Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, you shouldn't be drunk at a Chuck. I'm not advocating. <laughs> I'm not saying you know it'd be yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm saying uh, when I my my son did the because he's the birthday boy, he got to do the little go in the the little phone booth that shoots tickets all over. I guess oh, yeah, the, yeah. the ticket blaster or something like that, uh, where you get a, a trillion paper cuts and uh, <laughs> land of a thousand paper cuts. And uh, and I was thinking that would be a extraordinary place to start a story where somebody wakes up. Like uh, hung over inside the little <laughs> inside the ticket blaster, and then try to piece together what happened. So, Hangover Four. Maybe we can <laughs> maybe we can start writing that tonight today. It's, it's like a weird version of Memento. Just yeah, he's like piecing it together. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why is there Chuck E. Cheese on my arm? Yeah. But the first forty-five minutes is just the ticket blaster. Yeah. It keeps going back to like, oh god, another ten minutes of ticket blaster. That thing goes forever. <laughs> like, oh. yeah. Why is there a token in my asshole? Yeah. And it turns out he wasn't. <laughs> it just, it just sunk in. <laughs> But not too far. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't want to picture. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be. Then it turns out he was never actually drunk. It was just being in there for that long, and he just got oh, spun yeah. around. And yeah, it was just like a, a hurricane of tickets. So, so now, yeah. now you didn't grow up in Los Angeles, did you? I did not grow up in Los Angeles, but I am from California. Well, I, what uh, area did you grow up in? I am from San Luis Obispo, okay. which is uh, two hundred miles or so north. Okay. Oprah voted it the happiest place. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's America or the world, but uh, she said it was really happy. <laughs> now, where you do so much with, with music and comedy, yeah. I mean, growing up, was that your focus? Or, or what, what, what was a young Mike Furman like? Um, yeah, it was actually, as soon as I got, um, I mean, I liked music and would play piano or whatever at home, you know, just to goof around and stuff. Um, but uh, when I got my first Weird Al tape, like it was pretty much like 
I listened to it till it broke, and you know, just <laughs> just that was it. Like it was just use my hero, and that was it. And I was like, I gotta do. I mean, and then and then there's like different degrees of like, oh, I also like, you know, go, I, w- I would host uh, like high school assemblies and whatever, right. and, and uh, pep rallies, and try to make them funny and have you know, um, slightly subversive. Uh, bits or jokes and stuff but yeah so but that was like yeah i always as soon as i could got a four track and would try to i don't know if you guys know what a four track is but where you take a tape and you add uh no uh (laughs) i don't know how how young you guys are but i'm uh, a thousand years old um and uh yeah so i got a four track and then would have to i remember i had one like i had a a computer that was the black and green screen and it would have a little like little green yeah yeah Yeah. old dos (laughs) thing that would like all it was was a, a sequencer. It could only you couldn't record onto it. Like recording to audio, I think maybe it was a thing for like, you know, L.A. like Sound City or whatever, Guns N' Roses or whatever. But uh, yeah, at this point, it was just it would send a signal for the keyboard to boop, you know, like just make little beeps and stuff. Um, but yeah, so that was it was that kind Wh- of which stuff. one which Weird Al tape was it? Oh, it was the just Weird Al Yankovic, the the okay. one with the drawing of him imagining that he's a uh, accordion player in front oh, of a nice, giant nice, crowd nice. and then i go and see him at the hollywood bowl like you know a month ago or so and he's playing accordion in front of the hollywood bowl <laughs> actually cheering <laughs> i'm like son of a how did I, do I that? was so That's devastated amazing. i couldn't I go to those shows that were that were here i was because it was during comic-con yeah and it was just like i'm just i'm just 200 miles away i've got i could find an excuse to just drive up the five and and, and get to the show but right there was there, there was i think no he was even in salt lake last year right he was in salt yeah. lake like two weeks later but i had stuff uh, that weekend too <laughs> oh no yeah i missed him last year like somebody i i missed it by way or i found out that he was in town by way of somebody being like such a great weird al show last night and i was like wait what dang it like that, that's usually how i find out about his shows oh, yeah. somebody's like man did you see weird al i'm like yeah. no yeah I saw Boys to Men, but I yeah. didn't see Weird Al. Did you see Boys to Men? <laughs> I really did, like, wow. <laughs> last week. No kidding. It was it was more like a Boys to Men karaoke hour because they have, like, a really heavy backing track. Okay. Like, they can still all sing just fine, sure. but for some reason they felt they needed a I guess really maybe it's, heavy backing track. Maybe it's not wanting, a, like, a band. Like, I'm, I'm realizing right now I'm recording stuff that when I record stuff at home, uh, I mean, everything I record is at home, but... Um, I am very, like, poor on the instruments and poor on, like, oh, you know what would be great here? A full choir. Oh, you know what would be great here? Is things that basically I can't do live. Um, And so I wonder if they are at, like, uh, it's expensive to bring the kind of, you know, to bring a full band and, you know, like, be responsible for everybody. Maybe it's just like, you know what, people just really want to hear our voices. And see, it's not even that much. It's their voices that are, like, quadrupled up. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And, and so, like, there, there were certain parts where it's like, there's only three of the four of them now, yeah. but they're singing, I'm like, there's, like, ten voices in on this right now. Maybe that fourth dude had some kind of condition that he sounded like eight yeah. guys. <laughs> 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 midway through midway through their career, he just started to sound like E.T. and just yeah. couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's off doing a show where he sounds like 11 people instead of a, a full 15. Maybe he should have retitled it Men to Older Men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Boys minus one man. <laughs> Boys, two men minus one man equals. <laughs> S- seeing them in Utah, though, is like the craziest experience because it is. And like they keep trying to get people to dance. And I'm pretty sure it's just so they can be like, we were in Utah last night. Have you ever seen white people dance? Right. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I were just sitting there. We're like, What's do they like, is it right like, come now? on, everybody dance. Come on. Like, are they, they, they saying, yeah, they, like, they, yeah. they do that when they do Motown Philly, like the third time through. And mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just all Motown Philly. Yeah. <laughs> they, they did it twice before, before uh, we left towards, uh, it was in a really shitty 
uh, amphitheater and there's the parking will take you three hours to get out. So we usually right. leave a couple songs before the end so right. we can get out. <laughs> right. On the second Motown Philly. Yeah. Heading to and the it was car. like, as it got to the second Motown Philly, we were like, all right, well, I guess they're doing this again. Right. So they forgot to turn the tape over or. <laughs> it's, the re- it's the reprise tour. They play Motown Philly and then every song after that is a reprise. Yeah. But yeah ho- hopefully Weird Al, I, I know I've heard him say this is like his final final tour oh i don't think so i haven't heard him say that hope not no no no. i know he's i know the the last show i mean it's a big tour yeah and the last show of it is uh the uh radio city music hall on in like a week or two or something like that um i don't think it's his last one because i I imagine he would make a big you know like ordeal out of farewell tour he's been doing it for i'll take your your word on that because i I feel uh, like you've worked with the man a few times so (laughs) a little bit a little bit yeah yeah was that kind of surreal like listening to his albums as a kid and then working with them later absolutely oh yeah it's it's it was uh and it's and it's it's, one it's scary on my end because i want to you know be cool and have all my you know stuff together and know what i'm doing and uh and i had this uh a compressor which i very recently have learned what compressors and EQs and stuff do. I've, I've never been very techy. I was talking about earlier about uh, listening to that uh, audio engineering podcast because I'm learning like how to do better, you know, producing by way of YouTube and stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I very recently have, have started to like take that stuff a bit more seriously. And when he came in, I was like, all right, I bought this compressor because a guy told me a long time ago I should have one. I'm going to fire it up and use it. And like, this is the occasion. And I think I blew out like a fair number of our takes, like just like <laughs> wanting if like, okay, this is the time to really like, I, and like an hour before he comes over, I was like on YouTube trying to like, what does a DBX one six five compressor do? Like learning how to, you know, set it and everything. And you, I don't know if you know, they're very specific to what yeah. you're recording. You like, you don't just like, Oh, put this on four, put this on three and put this on one and it will do it itself. Like, no, you have to, you know, get a level from the person. Um, so yeah, so I'm pretty well like freaked out of getting this right. And, uh, and that said, He's the nicest guy in the world. He's super, like, got a great, like, work ethic, you know, as far as, like, hey, yeah, let's, you know, whatever you want to do, like, you know, I'll, I'll do it. And he, like, recorded 10 takes, you know, or whatever of something. And then I'd be like, oh, man. And, yes, it's crazy surreal to be in the room with that voice singing onto my song, like, yeah. with my <laughs> music at the back. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, I picture, I could kind of picture what it would sound like, but this is, it's far more like, oh, this is, like, five-dimensional. This is, like, you're actually, you're him singing that. Um, and, uh, and oh, the, if, if uh, anybody listening wants to hear it, uh, the song is called Street Meat, uh, parentheses, I think it's Why You Taunting Me, um, or You Keep Taunting Me. Um, but anyway, uh, anyway, and I wasn't... Um, was not allowed to say on the recording uh, featuring Weird Al because he was in contract with you know a record company um, that he like he just finished like twelve albums or something like a commitment yeah, that he's kind of deal that he yeah had. and he he delivered them all yeah. yeah like it's just one of those like you are like an an Eagle Scout like I don't know how you <laughs> like that kind of like who, who commits that that's amazing um, or who can who can manage to keep it going that way um, but yeah he. Uh, uh, I just uh, put my foot on what looks like it might be a hotel bed stain. I don't know, but it's low. <laughs> it's low down. It's low enough down that it might be mud or something off of a. But uh, I'm gonna go swap the bottom of my shoe out after this. Um, what concerns me is that's the bed I've been sleeping on. Well, <laughs> now it concerns me. <laughs> and, um, 
they uh but oh yeah so uh but he was in this record contract and they you know he's like yeah I'd, i'll be happy to do it um i just can't you we just can't put you know weird al on the title of it you know that that would have some kind of a, a competition thing i'm like no problem i will not do that absolutely i put like a thank you in like the little break of thank yous you know but like dude weird al get it thank you weird al like, not just thank you for being weird al but dude that's the guy when you're like is that yes um <laughs> and uh but for a minute there i really wanted to i wouldn't do this because i wouldn't want to get in trouble but i thought hey, you know what i could do i could put uh for every other song on the album parentheses not featuring weird al <laughs> <laughs> and just leave that <laughs> off of this one <laughs> because it's true those ones are not featuring weird al. and then this one i'm not saying anything i'm just saying it's a song that's it anyway. Um, but yeah, and um, but yeah, he's the he's the nicest guy, and and like he would we would finish takes, and he'd just you know like you want to do another one? I'm like I mean I think we got it if you want. He's like ah, let's just do a few more just for fun because we're here. I'm like, <laughs> okay, Riddell, if you want to <laughs> sing more, yes. And yeah, he just he he's amazing. He's just amazing. So when when you guys got to perform with him uh, at Sketchfest, yeah, I know that was part of like the celebration, yeah, of oh, yeah. Weird Al. And I mean with with you and Chris, and then Garfunkel and Oates. I mean, that, that had to have been one of those moments where it's just like I'm celebrating the guy that inspired me to get everything started. Yeah. And, and, playing, and now yeah. I'm performing his song. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually like I'm singing harmony to the song that I as a little kid would listen to and, you know, try to sing harmony to. Yeah, that was that is a I, I have that little snippet of video on my computer in not a like, oh, like archive someday. I'll find it like I know exactly where that file is and I will uh, watch that once in a while and be like, dude. That's ridiculous. I can't <laughs> believe that is. Yeah, that is that is a uh, a core memory. If we're going to talk about the, the what's that Pixar the inside whatever. Yeah, the, the uh, inside out with the. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was a good one. So do, do you do you ever have those moments with his songs where you hear the actual song that he was parodying and then you realize you don't know the lyrics to the to the real to song? The ri oh, yeah. I think <laughs> most, of, yeah, most of the parodies. Yeah, I think for sure. Yeah. So I've been trying to uh, over uh, for that show. I thought there's a chance. I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to ask us just on having no idea if they're going to do or not. I wonder if they'll want us to do hardware store. I, I love hardware store. And so just on the off chance that, you know, like, oh, yeah, if there's like, do you want to do a song? And it's up to us. And we are like, I don't know what we could do. Um, I started trying to memorize the little break. I don't know if you guys know, but there's a little breakdown in the middle. Of the we got Alan Richard gerbils heaters, yeah. seats, electric heaters, tractor packers. And so I tried. I've been trying to memorize it like once in a while. I'll put it on like during washing dishes or something like that, and I'll just put it on a loop and just try to like I'm trying to memorize that part, and it's insane. It's a monster. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. Someday before I die, I'll I'll be able to say that one time, and then. So now, when when you started writing your own your own music yeah. so and you're you're performing in high school and stuff mm -hmm. when was it that you uh, at that point did, did people were they receptive of it right away or was it still kind of one of those things where they're like what is this guy doing they <laughs> i think for the most part i wasn't really public with stuff like i would do the most i was doing in high school was uh i would do these like lip sync contests and stuff like that um so that was any but they were a chance to like make a joke out of the thing it was you know it was like i would do uh you know um what was it uh millie vanilla so it'd be like <laughs> vanilla ice and one of the guys from millie vanilli you know or something like that where it'd be like there'd be a thing playing out but all the music was just you know uh 
actually some of it I would start to get um, I would try to like blend between things or like there was a, a color me bad joke which I won't go into because it, it takes a lot of explaining and unless <laughs> color me bad is your favorite if you love color me bad email me at mike at mikeferman.com and I'll explain what the color me bad joke was um, but uh, that'll keep my inbox empty um, <laughs> and, uh, no offense color me bad I was a huge fan and uh, if I met you again I'd be like hey they were um, just in Salt Lake City as well Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Was it a, oh, yeah. Yeah, was it a, a huge 90s throwback? Yeah. It was like them, and I want to say Salt and Pepper. Maybe like, uh, oh, uh, shit, that's who right. was it? Belbu DeVoe or something yeah, like that? I remember, yeah. I remember seeing that. that. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Um, there are, by the way, some uh, bands, I don't know if like, there are some bands I think I would now, and this is not those ones you mentioned, but like, would probably rather see a tribute band. I'm realizing the power of the tribute band. Like, if a. Uh, if like a Guns N' Roses tribute band were to play, I'd probably enjoy that a lot more than seeing the actual Guns N' Roses now, <laughs> especially if they're like voices are all torn up and everything like that. It's yeah. kind of fun though to watch Axl Rose struggle for like thirty. Yeah, minutes. I guess <laughs> 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 for that angle, yes. Yeah, if you originally went to Guns N' Roses to watch him struggle, then yeah, you will not miss you that. You get the same experience yeah. of watching him eat at a Jack in the Box so <laughs> one way. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's right. Um, oh, but uh, so anyway, so. Um, the actual writing of new stuff, though, of my own, um, I did one song with my uh, my best friend, um, my buddy, and I recorded this. We were into like Slick Rick and Heavy D and all the like, you know, hip hop uh, at the time, and tried to like let's make it, let's make a real, you know, and listening back on it now, it's like when I try to, if I try to make a like, I'm gonna make the most the funk James JB's and Motown and everything I love funk wise I'm gonna make a song like that and I will do my damnedest to make that and then when I hit play and I'm like I think I got it it sounds like more Fish or Dave Matthews or I'm like dang it like I can't get away from uh, uh, being slightly not as funky as those guys are <laughs> and that makes sense <laughs> um, but the uh, but this one yeah so we, we try to record and listening back it sounds like two dudes of the Casio uh, it does not sound like we intended, but um, at the time we were very excited about it and we recorded on four tracks and we had like a sample, which we were excited about. Like at the time you had like, we had one second of a, uh, like a Frank Sinatra song that we were like, ha, we got an actual sample. So we have a little sample playing in the background. Um, I don't know why Frank Sinatra had to make it into a uh, <laughs> heavy D in the boys uh, you know, sounding tune. But anyway, um, but that we made little cassette singles and we would like actually open up the thing with like unscrew a cassette again thousand years old um i would unscrew the tape go to the end of the song cut it feed it back into the little piece of plastic wrap that back around screw the tape back together and we had a single and then we would sell that we'd sell that to our friends for like you know like three bucks or something like that and for a minute there, i was like oh, i could do this I could actually, and I asked my friend, I was like, dude, if I made a whole album, how much would you pay for that? He's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, this is fun for us. But I'm not looking to, like, support you. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. All right, I guess I have to appeal to more people than just my social studies class. So, but that was the first, like, actual song. And it was about a friend's car or whatever. But then in uh, college is when I actually started to, uh, when Hardwick and I did, like, I think our very first, that wasn't just, like, in college we would do, like, you know, like, Simpsons impressions or, yeah. and, like, um, you know parodies are kind of um, but we did a song called The Carbon Cycle which is the first song on uh, our Harden album Harden Firm album yeah, yeah on Harden Firm album uh, and that was I think maybe the first like uh, like you know where I'm like playing all the instruments and, and you know made a full song uh, yeah. which by the way that going back to I didn't know anything about uh, production and stuff 
that album is, by the way, sonically garbage. I know. It sounds like as far as like I didn't know to think back that I thought like when you mix a song, you just like make this a little bit louder, make that a little bit quieter and that's it. Not having any idea what a compressor was, not knowing that, oh, no, you shouldn't leave all the booms and, and thuds of everything. You should at least like take off some EQ of something so it's not muddy. Anyway, super muddy album. And I'm slightly embarrassed it's out there. But it, it's, it's, <laughs> like, it still is beyond part of enjoyable to listen to. I mean, I've listened to that album. I don't even know how many times. And even as we were driving down. I was like, yeah, we need some hard and firm on our way down. Nice. Just, uh, <laughs> That's good. Just, just to revisit. American Dinosaur makes me laugh my ass off. Oh, good. Every Thanks, single dude. time. Thanks, man. So, and, there, and the, uh, the uh, cinnamon roll timers throughout that. <laughs> every, oh, nice. every, I forget about those. Every time I go through it. And it gets to the first one, and I laugh. And then when it gets to the, if you're still listening, you put in cinnamon rolls. Yeah. They are now burned. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a, little, a little public service. If you're going to listen to it, now. I wonder if anybody's actually like, I know what, I'm going to actually use this as the timer. As that was the dream. Was that somebody <laughs> be like, dude, I timed my cinnamon rolls to your record. I, I think as I get home, I'm going to do that just to fulfill that dream now. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be the most boring 12-minute YouTube video. I'm just going to put yeah. it up and just sit there and just watch as it <laughs> synced up perfectly. Perfect. Nice. Uh, the Vulgar Vaudeville one still like slays me. Like, oh, thanks, I man. love that so much. Cool. Thanks, dude. How, how, soon, how soon was it? I mean, so, so you and Hardwick met at, at UCLA then? Yeah. Yep. That's right. So and, and how soon after that was it that you guys started into doing Hard and Firm? Um, Probably within you know a couple months like we were both in the ucla comedy club and uh and you know i i was the new guy he, he was already there um and then one day and he was like he was the outstanding ridiculously funny guy uh, i mean there were other funny guys but anyway he's definitely the like the guy who he is now you're like oh my god that guy's so fast and he's so like he's so funny um and uh and then one day we're just walking home from class we're like, hey chris right you know and then we turned out we lived like I think uh, like on the same block or a block away or whatever. And while we're talking, we you know talk about Weird Al or we talk about music or whatever. And uh, and then at some point, like oh yeah, we should uh, do you know I play guitar. Oh cool. Um, and then just kind of right off the bat of like playing guitar stuff and him singing was like oh my god, you have a really good voice. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Everybody and thought then, he forgets that about him. That is, yeah, he oh. actually has a really really good oh yeah, voice. he's like a <laughs> screaming awesome good. Yeah, amazing, good voice. So yeah, so pretty soon, and, and actually, and the name thing was like, oh, yeah, if we perform, we should be like, there was no time. It wasn't like let's sit with like you know sit with it for a couple of days. It was like right away. He was like, well, we could do like hard and firm or something. Oh wow, there it is. All right, done. And then that was it. Like, so <laughs> within a couple of months, I think we were like, all right, we'll do. You'll do your act. I'll do my act. And then at the end of mine or the end of yours or whatever, I'll come up and um, and do that. Which I think we're we're going to do a few of those this year. Um, at the UCLA dorms, no, but uh, <laughs> just take it right back to the very beginning and just perform for eight uh, eight tired people. Um, no, uh, at the, you know a couple of his shows, I'm gonna come up at the end and, and we'll do a couple songs and stuff. So oh, on awesome. the uh, ID10T tour, I guess yeah, I think yeah. that's what yeah, that's right, ID10T. So yep. well, make sure you come to the Salt Lake date. So well, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. So um, now, now, once you guys got those going, I know you guys did Comedy Death Ray for a while, which is actually where I very first heard Hard and Firm. It was the, uh, there was the uh, the vaudeville bit that that uh, Kristen mentioned, and then yeah. the um, I can't think of the title of the song. Uh, the which one? Oh, you can do anything. Yeah, one you of can those? do anything. Yeah, that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, th those are the first. Were you guys doing Comedy Death Ray before you actually recorded the album? Yes. Yeah, we started doing that. I was working in visual effects, and he was doing stand up. 
and at the end of his set, he did he did like a Greatest American Hero, which I'm surprised they haven't rebooted. But anyway, uh, he was doing <laughs> a uh, Greatest American Hero. Uh, he wanted to do like, what about the end of my act? You come up as like Greatest American Hero, you know, the the other character on that show's nephew or whatever, and I'll put on the suit and a wig or whatever, and let's just play the song from that. I'm like, oh yeah, that'd be fun. So doing that, did that a couple times, and it was like, do you want to do like a song? Yeah, sure. Um, and then I was uh, not happy doing the visual effects thing, uh, and he was like, you should, I, I really think you should uh, pursue music as your thing. Like you should just do it, and uh, and we can do stuff, you know. And and, uh, and so that was pretty much like, I'm doing it. Um, stopped doing visual effects and started doing stuff at the end of his thing, at the end of his act, and then we started like writing enough to constitute a our own, you know, section of comedy death ray nice. stuff. Yeah. So how, how did how did Ackerman and all of them at the time react to? Or I mean, were they were they on board right away? Oh yeah, I think I think so. I hope so. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is on it is on the comedy death ray album. To but. Me. Yeah, he seems to embrace it. Um, yeah, no, it was fun, and we would do stuff with him. He would do. Um, he and uh, B.J. Uh, Porter were doing. Um, God, what was it called? The the. But it was a spoof of like politically neutral political acts who like don't want to offend anybody, but uh, will like take a you know like just rib everybody in the most cheesy way. And we so we would like come up and do you know music for that kind of stuff with them. Um, yeah, no, that was that was really great. They were like super inviting and and uh, yeah, putting us on the record and stuff. And it always makes me sad that I that I wasn't old enough to be able to like watch all of that come about it's like i love going back and and finding all of those now but i'm just like well why couldn't I, why couldn't i have been just like five years older <laughs> so that i could have been down there experiencing comedy death ray coming up because right. i i saw the tail end of it right as it went into comedy oh, bang yeah. bang and i think of some of those like these are some nights where just like for three bucks or whatever it was if it, or a donation or whatever you would just go and sit in a restaurant and 10 feet from you sarah silverman louis ck Patton, zach I mean, like it would just be the most ridiculous yeah. show that you could never, you know. Yeah, it was just that it, it was it was a special time. That, that's <laughs> just so much to me, though, how the LA comedy scene even still is. I mean, Meltdown is probably one of my favorite venues anywhere. Yeah. So I, I just I adore that space, and yeah. I mean, there's so many times we've shown up. I mean, even when Chris has done beta tests. It, luckily, we've been in town a few times for for that. Yeah. But then, I mean, we were here for uh, for Emily's. Uh, Emily Gordon's book release uh, okay. last year. Yeah. And I mean, to have Sarah and Kurt and I mean, even, even this Kumel's there, it's just like, yeah, you know, this, uh, that was a free event at that. And it's just yeah, like, right. I know. And I know this is I, one of those rare places to see stuff like that. <laughs> and I feel like I don't, I will really regret not going out to more. I don't go to many shows now. Uh, and I, I have two little kids and, uh, and every day is basically it used to be where uh, you can stay up late it, unless it used to be where yeah you'd stay up till like two or three in the morning four in the morning unless it's a travel day the next day you have to get up at like five and be on a plane or something like that all right so that night you go to bed a little bit earlier and then having uh ninos is like every day is a travel day yeah. like there's no more i just can't like I, I was up to like one in the morning last night but i'm like oh man because they just they're not going to not wake up early and then you're like ah oh, just you know sacked the rest of the day um, but yeah, I feel like I'm totally missing because it's, I just don't go out to these shows that I know are still 
great shows happening every uh, every week at Meltdown in Los Angeles. Go check it out for me <laughs> instead of me. Take my seat. Just tell me about it. Just crying out loud. Support your local. Um, this will just be a whole new Twitter page. It's just tell Mike about comedy. Yeah. Every, yeah. <laughs> everybody can just tweet to Mike. I'll go the shows that he's missing. Yeah, seriously. Oh, man. Yeah, and I'm... And I, uh, I, I'm going to be doing performing uh, sometime soon. I'm going to finish uh, an album that I've been working on, which I've been just calling a collection of songs. And I've been releasing each one as it comes out. Um, and then I'm going to turn around and put them all into a CD, whatever that means anymore. Because <laughs> what the, what's the point of that? It's not, you know, I'm, I'm going to basically just sprinkle it into your collection of music uh, on your device. Um, but yeah, I've been... Um, releasing them one at a time and then the idea is once there's enough to constitute a quote unquote album uh that will just mean that there's enough content to go and justify your coming to a live show um and uh and at this point yeah it's all i've been i had a song that was a uh just random weird um that's what you know was to me uh, a little thing that i would do if again washing dishes taking a shower, doing motor skills things where my brain is freed up to do stuff. Um, and I would just kind of like uh, freestyle in my head, monkey, duck, duck, chicken, chicken, duck, chicken, monkey, 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 chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken, duck, chicken, duck, duck, chicken. And I w- I've been doing that for like 20 years. Um, and then at one point I was like, oh, I'm going to finally record that. And I made this little one minute funk jam and I sent it in, to, or I didn't send it in like, hey, can I, um, some guy at some kids radio thing was like, hey dude, would you b- be up for us playing this on kids radio thing? If you want to, sure. <laughs> play it for whoever you want to. You can play it for a kid or an old person. It doesn't matter. You can play it for if you have a, a station devoted to keeping cats uh, entertained while you're out at work. Sure, put it on that too. Um, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Play and, uh, and then they played it and it kind of became like this a hit on this little kid channel. And so I've been, do- uh, I was like, oh, that's a thing. I'll do more of that. That's fun. Um, and been making more kid stuff. With the, uh, now it's coming to the point where, okay, I almost have enough that I'm going to go perform for children, which feels weird because I've never <laughs> done, I've never performed for kids. I've only done, I'm not afraid of it, but I don't know. I've only ever done stuff like those, you know, like, a, a <coughs> I want to say adults, but I always feel like I have to like qualify, but grown up, not adult. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't blowing out any candles or anything. I wasn't, it wasn't um, but it was like grown up shows where, you know, you, uh, yeah, so I, I will have kid shows coming up, but it's still not that same meltdown kind of vibe. So yeah, I miss that stuff. It, it'll be great when they just when it, they mesh together and you'll just walk out to the kids and be like, "How the fuck are you, kids?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh man, I was talking with uh, some friends last night and they were talking about a uh, a thing that one of their they were talking we were talking about like how do you handle swearing with your kids because I have a seven year old now who were getting into that area of like. You know, what constitutes swearing? How do you, like, not paint it as, like, hey, you can't say that because that word is intrinsically bad. Like, we don't, I don't go down that road. And, like, I was like, here's the thing. It's, you know, and so we have our ways of explaining to it. I say, you know, like, that word will make some adults, if, if they hear a child say that word, some adults get very emotional and get very upset. And until you learn how to use it and the right way to use it, just don't do it because you might invite you know, like somebody being angry at you or somebody telling you, you know, whatever and waving a finger at you and getting. So just until you learn how to use it, don't. So he occasionally will check in with me because he knows <laughs> what the word is. We were, we were, um, uh, yeah, you can swear on this thing. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, we were driving, um, I'll tell you where I heard him first say it. Um, we were driving, I pick up my wife's uh, dad 
my, my son's in the back seat. My wife's dad's in the car. We're driving, and uh, he realizes some stuff. Whatever it is, like he's he's mislaid some uh, plan or something, like that, or like oh oh you know like realizes somebody you know something's gone wrong, and he says like oh for crying out loud, Da-da-da. and uh, Milo from the back seat's like ooh that's a bad word. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't. And her dad and I are like mm, no, it's not. I'm like you can say that all you want, like that for crying out loud, go for it. That's totally. He's like really. I'm like, yeah, whoever that, wherever you heard that, where'd you hear that you can't say, ah, the, you know, daycare or whatever? I'm like, mm. that's he's like four, I want to say, maybe, maybe five, but I think four years old. Uh, we're like, no, you can totally say that. He's like, okay, you know, it is a bad word though. And we're like, yeah, what? And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> yeah, that is a bad, that actually, no, you got that right. That's with the inflection and like the like. <laughs> whatever you know yeah he painted the picture and i'm like oh 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 okay yeah so um that and then we had that talk of like yeah you can't you can't say that and so you have to learn how and when to use that word and so occasionally now i'll like you know something will happen i'll, I'll see something on my phone or whatever it is and i'll be like oh man all right well i guess okay i have to and he's like what happened i'm like oh you know this thing said it was going to be at whatever time and then it turns out it's that you know like it's a different time and he's like daddy is this a what the fuck moment? Like, <laughs> it kind of is. Yes, this actually kind of is. It's, yeah, good. Right. Okay. Yeah. I've always joked with my wife that like, if we were to ever have kids, that's that's gonna be my problem. Is that that's gonna be a three year old that's gonna have no filter and right. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to go through a bunch of soap and like have to like wash your mouth out every time. Like, let's just teach you exactly. Uh, that's a good approach though. Be instead of you know ch- not in filling them in, you're being honest with them and. Yeah. yeah. That way, they're on. They're they're open with you about it as well. Might right. Be the same way. Yeah. Like you're gonna encounter these things. We're not this. We try not to be this way, but you're going to encounter it. Yeah. It's funny now because growing up, my parents never let us watch Simpsons. Really didn't swear all that often unless my mom got really mad at my brother. Right. Yeah. Uh, but which is good for like you know emphasis. It's good to it, like it really oh he learns though. that that's or you know yeah. you guys learn that that's where, you know you're drawing the line when you hear these words. It's like oh pull back exactly. pull back you know. <laughs> Because my dad, he would even, uh, I mean, he was a grammar Nazi. Oh, yeah. But every time, but exactly. I think it's, it, yeah, parenthesis. Exactly. And I don't want to, yeah, because I don't want it to have this weird, like, mystique of, like, wait, why is that so, like, there's nothing magical about it. No, <laughs> it literally, like, I haven't actually told him what it means. I haven't said, oh, it, and, and he understands the basics of, it's the same thing with, like, sex talk, you know, like, what's, what is, where do babies come from, whatever. We didn't go down the stork road. We didn't do, you know, like, you know, like, we, uh, somewhere out there, they 3D print a human being, and, like, (laughs) not doing that. (laughs) We just showed him the matrix, and we showed him, like, that's, see see these pods? That's where a baby, oh, my God. Um, uh, No, but we, like, we just, oh, yeah, you know, like, between a, 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 a man's body and a woman's body, each have a little bit of instruction on how to make a baby, and when the, you know, two instructions get together, they kind of make them, you know, make a baby on its own. It's pretty cool, whatever. And we haven't got into like, oh, but where does that happen? How does the, he asked the other day, but it was like right before a kid's birthday party. And I didn't want to be like, well, <laughs> see, okay, okay, so the penis and the vagina, whatever. And then like <laughs> 10 minutes later, every kid at the party is like, hey, mommy, guess what I just learned from Milo? Hey, daddy, guess what I just learned from Milo? Like, whoa, 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 sorry, everybody. Oh my God, we just, you know. so I was like, we'll talk about this when you're not about to hang out with your friends. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but again, I, I don't want there to be any, like, it just feels like not, you know, I just don't want it to seem larger than life and, like, have this. Th- it is magic. I mean, it is, like, I'm not about to say, like, 
you know, like, oh, it's so obvious. It just is like, oh, no, there's 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 a magic to it that we don't understand. And, and it's crazy. And, you know, Very but true. the mechanics of it, we do understand now. Like, I don't want to like I mean, I don't want to like, you know, I'm not going to show him, you know, porn or anything and be like, that's how it happens. You know, like that's <laughs> I don't want to. Although, life oh, shit, that's how my mom did it. I guess that's why I'm fucking oh, yeah. up. <laughs> that explains so much. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very, hey, guys, I learned that when three guys and uh, no. um, just like the worst weird point. Now, um, every time I see a UPS man, I assume he's getting late. Yeah, so. they, <laughs> that's right. yeah he's, he, he knows it's a delivery system like the stork. <laughs> it's just not a stork. It's a, a guy named Stuart. Got, got a yeah. UPS uniform. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's really funny. Um, but yeah, the uh, the. The mechanics of it, we, we'll we'll tell them soon. But again, it's one of those things like, oh yeah, I just want you to know that. Bec- yeah, and someday when that happens, I guess we'll connect it to that and say like, and that if you say it in a not respectful manner is what the f word is, you know. And although it feels like, why would you? That feels like it brings up more questions than it answers. Because then like, what's the equivalent? Like, you could just like, if something gone wrong, you'd be like, ah, sex. that's basically what you're saying but like why did you all of a sudden get mad at uh, intercourse or get mad at reproduction because somebody changed their flight schedule like that why'd you bring that into it like oh i don't really know actually that'd be a great sketch of words that words and what they really mean and just an entire day of people just like sex you yeah right yeah oh Who? Yeah. <laughs> even are great for that for that reason too, because even you said your kid picked up on the tone more than right. oh crap oh, oh that's not a swear word but they could tell by the tone right yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah maybe we could just teach him like Klingon and just say if you say it with emphasis <laughs> it has the same like if you were like where's that Dothraki I can't believe like did you say Dothraki <laughs> I mean it yeah the, just you, call <laughs> David J Peterson he'll come right over and yeah. just start teaching your son Dothraki <laughs> yeah perfect yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So now, how how soon after Hard and Firm did the Nerdist TV show come along? Uh, that was that's a little ways after, yeah. Because Hard and Firm really goes when we were actively going at it, going at it, until um, around I want to say like 2008 or 2000, like shortly after the the Comedy Central special. Um, and then after that, we do like a handful of shows, and he starts up Nerdist, the site, like the site and the podcast. Um, and then that happens over, I want to say like two or three years. And then when that became a TV show, he's like, do you want to be the, the music guy on the thing? Sure. So yeah, that happened. And then it was really just like a handful of specials. And then it got picked up for what I think is still called a handful of specials, but it was uh, a season of it. Yeah, so well, yeah, a couple two of seasons years. of it really, wasn't it? Yeah. But, but, but oh, they, but they listed yeah. as like, yeah, the, 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 it's the BBC. Type yeah, season. exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it was a, yeah, it was the, uh, yeah. Season two seasons of it in the, like two different. Uh, rooms where we uh, shot it which one room by the way was they would tear down uh, fashion police and then put up the Nerdist uh, set we would do the show (laughs) and then immediately tear it down and put it back to fashion police (laughs) 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 which which I wish we could have had one thing where we just like got there too early and we're like oh sorry (laughs) like they're still doing they're still talking about you know like Taylor Swift's skirt or something like that we're like oh we were going to talk about uh, Pacific Rim sorry go back and Uh, I would love to just have Joan Rivers come in and be like, what the fuck is a nude? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Well, it's probably so. cool doing uh, going from the Nerdist show and transitioning into now, like, at midnight and all that cool stuff that you guys yeah. do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's he's he always has very cool stuff and is very nice to uh, include me on it. Yeah, at, at midnight is a blast. Um, 
When you've done an episode with Weird Al, Weird Al right? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was awesome. Where I, yeah, I felt terrible. I, he he went out first and got the red light, and I was I, I wanted to. There was no bullet to take. Like I could like push <laughs> him out of the tribute. Yeah. <laughs> like as the light turns off, you watch in super slow motion. I grab him and throw him onto my side, and I take the red light. <laughs> Just singe to the ground. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was that's always really really fun. So how, how much liberty did they give you with being the one man band on on the show? To um, just kind of do, I mean, you always had a new name too that always yeah. made me laugh so hard. Oh, thanks, go back dude. And watch yeah, it. those were those were really those were really fun. The 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 gag was that uh, every time I was whatever my name was, it would equate to being alone. So it would be like if it was the you know uh, you know um, oh god, can I remember any of them? Um, I, was I remember just like to remember the, some, the Uniphonic Spree, <laughs> like Mike Fremen and the Uniphonic Spree, or uh, oh god. I have it here somewhere, but <laughs> probably don't want listeners to like sit and listen to me pull up Evernote. And uh, let's see, now I have to wonder. <laughs> Did you keep them all still on Evernote? Oh yeah, Evernote has everything. Oh really? I, I am yet to try and use Evernote. So uh, one of my friends, it's an organization mastermind. Yeah. She was just like, you need to start using it's Evernote. And and I was just like, all right, I will. And then I downloaded the app and then never used it. And I've downloaded it at least five times. And then every time my phone's like, you need more space. I'm like, see you again, Evernote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't find it. But darn it. Uh, and I can't think of what the search term would be. Because if I just search on my name, it's my phone. So I got a million. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> the phone just shuts off. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I searched on and the ampersand the. Uh, listeners, if you have any idea how I can look for the names I used to do <laughs> on, uh, please call in. And, uh, we'll so and all of those are up on, on Hulu now, so people can kind of go back through and see yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, see every, everything that you did uh, on, on the Nerdist TV show. Yeah. But I, I, I don't think I knew that you were the one-man band until I turned, I turned it on when it finally hit Hulu, because I never watched it while it was on air. Okay. Um, and then when, I, when it came on, as soon as, as soon as you were up there, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be even more." Because you and Chris complement each other <laughs> yeah, yeah. so Thanks, well man. that I was just like, "This is going to be wonderful." And I, even then, I didn't know Matt and Jonah were part of it. Oh yeah, I, I just knew it was something that Chris was hosting. And then as soon yeah, as soon as it was the two of you guys together, I was just like, "This is going to be good." <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, that was, was pretty fun. I I feel like I'm uh, now. See, here's the thing too. I'm also slightly. Uh, uh, OCD and uh, <laughs> if something is a f- this is now a frayed end where I like I can't let this go so I look like the worst like we're literally doing a podcast and I look like I'm just on my phone like I'm like tuned out and like just checking to see what's on Instagram and uh, but yeah all right I give up I cannot find it. I've looked on and the, I've looked on single anyway so and no. would it have been that funny I don't know maybe not it wouldn't have, <laughs> it have been could be yeah all right so now, w- when it came down to you know, kind of the show ending and stuff, and you going on and making you know just more and more albums and stuff, how did the YouTube videos come about? Because some of the YouTube videos that I've come across, the uh, we were watching earlier, even the Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's oh, actually man. it's funny. The uh, I so hard and firm stuff. We've done you know videos. Um, we did some with Super Deluxe, and uh, I, I don't know if they're around anymore. But anyway, um, yeah, we got we did like find a director and producer and they would produce it i would do visual effects um and uh yeah and some of those ones like holes and uh and was it trace elements um and uh yeah those ones are really fun the ones i've been doing that one thanks uh, thanksgiving dinner was one that i uh pitched to a friend who was working at funny or die so funny or die totally 
just shot that whole thing. They did all of it. Since then, uh, and I made a video for the uh, aforementioned chicken monkey duck thing where I just took pictures of when it says chicken, put up a chicken. When it says duck, put up a duck. Um, and then when I wanted to perform that live, I was like, oh, I'll just have that flashing in background. Realized, oh, when I recorded it, I just freestyled like monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, duck, duck, chicken, monkey, monkey. And now I have to memorize the exact <laughs> order for a minute and a half of like whatever. And I had to just listen to it for like 200 times, like 250 times to get to the point where it's monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, monkey, duck, chicken, chicken, duck, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, chicken, duck, chicken, chicken, duck. Like that's the actual. Um, but uh, but since then, I have not done any videos. Like I haven't made any videos. I just put up like because I want to move on and get the next song done. Um, and I will just put up a still from the, like the, whatever the single picture is, which is also, by the way, uh, when you think, oh, I'm just going to release a song as it's done. Um, I never remember as I'm about to release it. I'm like, I'm done. I'm finally done. Today's the day I'm going to, ah, crap. I don't have a picture. Like I have to have some <laughs> little picture for, you know, like iTunes or whatever has to have its little, like, you know, oh, yeah. like square. Uh, so then I have to like brainstorm what should be the, I don't know I guess it could be like and go through all that stuff so there's like an extra two days of like photoshopping whatever the uh, the picture is for every single song whereas an album they all just have the album cover um, but anyway uh, so yeah so now songs just have videos that are the uh, the picture of that song nevertheless some dude just wrote in the comment section of one of them hey dude your videos suck <laughs> i was like i don't have any videos dude what are you talking about like, it's literally just a picture you just you, you you didn't miss anything there's not what are you so this video is not doing a fucking thing what yeah, the hell <laughs> yeah. it, it froze at the first image for every song You're like no you there are no so yeah so someday i will have like full-blown videos for those which i have not yet done um which I'm also at a, like I was saying, like I'm a little like, how do you perform for kids? What what happens there? Uh, I'm also a little like, how do you make a video for kids? <laughs> like it feels like, I think I'll probably just, uh, just do whatever would be fun and Muppety or, you know, like no. whatever kind of silly, you know, uh, thing comes to mind. But I, I just, I don't want to go into the, like uh, Rafi or Wiggles kind of like, hey, you know, like I just, I, <laughs> I just want to keep some air of like, you know, but I don't want to like you know do the Sia thing and just I'll never be on it you know and just have, I don't know I'll figure that stuff out I guess <laughs> it's all you might have noticed I overthink stuff but uh, maybe they didn't notice that yeah maybe they did <laughs> no no you never did <laughs> you know what I need tape I need I need to study his reaction in slow motion and see if he did if he had a micro expression then he does think that we'll just of course down and see yeah. well, We'll, we'll dissect every bit of it. No, is, yeah. my, is my for thinking that? No, no, he's not. Please <laughs> listen to this podcast on quarter speed to get <laughs> to. Do you guys, everybody listen to their podcast on only a quarter speed in two different uh, years? Yeah, I listen to two different uh, podcasts in each year. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ear and ear podcast. Yeah. Do you I've put your podcast through a delay filter so that you can hear it echoing in the background because uh, it more represents your mind? Good. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Some of those quarter speeds are good because some I did it once accidentally and it just sounded like everybody was stoned through the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. It's so great. It's like, so we're sitting here and yeah. just uh, I was like, fuck, I need to do this more often. Yeah. And then there yeah. was me and I really was. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you seen the new segment Kimmel's been doing of Drunk Trump? No. So where he slows Trump so down. down to half speed. Oh, because right. Trump just, he has his Rambles. Trump cadence as it is. Yeah. Yeah, he's still going. It's just like I tell you, <laughs> there's gonna be a wall. 
Mexico's gonna pay. Oh man, they should just add in like background bar noise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that's so good. I gotta, I've gotta watch that. So now you got to go to the Ghostbusters Mm. premiere uh, last month. Yeah, I I know you get to go to to some of those here and there. What was the Ghostbusters one like? I I I actually with so much just bullshit controversy kind of oh yeah of behind course. it I yeah. mean, how was that entire experience oh it was i actually don't go to uh premieres that often um if ever god i think honestly i, I went to like ooh casablanca that was the first one <laughs> in the year um i'm benjamin button and uh yeah um the no uh it was yeah that was really one of the first ones i've been to and it was bananas in pjs because it was the like all of hollywood boulevard i went chris um he calls me up and says, dude you want to go to the uh, the ghostbusters premiere tonight i'm like yes that's not even a guess and so uh we are in a car and uh we're driving down hollywood boulevard and up ahead is a roadblock and it's all blocked off and i'm like ah bummer all right well it's, uh, we hope we're not late because we're gonna have to go around wherever this is and then, oh no that's it like they blocked off Hollywood Boulevard, and that's the event. You know, oh, oh, right. Okay, of course. And one side of Hollywood Boulevard is a giant Ghostbusters, you know, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, and a giant symbol, and whatever. And then there are bleachers of dudes and ladies in Ghostbusters gear. And I mean, it was like if you're gonna go to one premiere, this was the one to get the experience of like he gets out of the car, <sighs> runs across the street, and does it actually looked like Ghostbusters where they get out of the car and everybody's like, ah, before they go up and fight, you know, ghosts or whatever. It looked like they run over and like, Ghostbusters, all right, Ghostbusters. Um, yeah, and then we went down the green um, little thing where, you know, he's he's jumping across. And there are people lined up, which is very surreal because I don't, I don't see it on this side where there's like, there are just cameras all lined up. They're like, Chris, 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 like trying to, like they want to do like a little interview. Meanwhile, there's Ghostbusters who all want to high five. And uh, and then yeah, you make it in, and then it's just a movie. It's just you're in a movie theater, and uh, except that there's the director, and there are all the stars, yeah. and there are like you're surrounded <laughs> by other like oh, and there are other just stars in general. Um, and then they the movies. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. I don't know if you guys want to get into all of the ins and outs of the new Ghostbusters. I know that is a trigger I for some. Enjoyed it. I oh, enjoyed yeah, it. it was yeah. great. I I I was not a, a, any problems with it or whatever. If there's any shortcomings, it wasn't. I thought uh, had nothing to do with cast or anything like that. Uh, I enjoyed that a lot. I thought they were all really funny. Um, and then uh, it's just uh, Ghostbusters is also my absolute favorite oh, movie. Oh, mine too. Of yeah. all time. Yeah. So there's not a you know like oh I hope it's as good or better. Like there's no, it's totally it's like. It's like a step parent or something like that, where like yeah. the odds of it out, I mean, that can happen, sure, but the odds, are, they're probably not, you know, like that's dad or that's mom, you know, whoever. Uh, and that got into weird family stuff all of a sudden. <laughs> um, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, and then across the street is like they rented out uh, this crazy, you know, this giant hotel, and, and yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I was, just I was, I was ridiculous. so, I think I saw Chris fo- first post the picture on Instagram yeah. of you guys there, and I was just like, so jealous about. Oh. I mean, Chris posts plenty to be jealous about. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, I, but I saw that and I was just like, yeah. I want to be there so. so I got badly. to I got to thank uh, Ray Parker Jr. to his face for making Ghostbusters, which is probably the song I've heard. I don't usually want to go up and like, hey man, you know, and like uh, take up people's time with that. But uh, yeah, that was like I have to just say because you uh, have made the song that I probably heard more th- in my life than any other song. And uh, thanks. 
Nice song. <laughs> like, nice, nice work. <laughs> nice work from my entire life. Yeah, good job. Well, we appreciate you coming out. I keep replaying in my mind with the uh, Chuck E. Cheese comment. And <laughs> All the time, Jesse's mind now is I'm going like, to get hammered. Okay. Chuck uh, by the way, you should go with a child. If you go <laughs> just to drink beer at Chuck E. Cheese, it will be frowned upon. I should have clarified that I am the child. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me out, Tim. Why do you this old apartment with yeah. this special needs pedophile you yeah. know, with tattoos? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little creeped out right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I guess that's what Dave and Buster's is for, though, too. That is yeah. actually yeah, 100%. Th- th- then, then we can take you without, without a restraint. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the healthy adjusted. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So and at least at Dave and Buster's there in Hollywood and Highland, you don't know how crazy like some of the homeless people might be that walk it's in. true. Dressed as superheroes. Oh, there you go. So yeah. it it adds to the uh, adds to the fun of yeah. and Buster's. It and just Hollywood. keeps on going. <laughs> yeah, it's a sad day when you see a broken Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. As we were walking down the other day over to 25 degrees, I tried to Snapchat it real quick because it made me laugh so hard. But whoever was Darth Vader had his helmet pulled up as he was walking. And his face was like, of course, totally normal. Yeah. And and all I thought was, wow, Neutrogena is really working well for Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I was so devastated that he walked past that quickly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. That would be a great that would be a great costume to go as with Darth Vader with his face kind of blown off when he goes when Yoda. Uh, when Luke sees him in the cave, that would be a good specific moment to go uh, if you're going to oh, do a Darth yeah. Vader, right? Like weld uh, or like you know burn off the front thing and have the Luke face inside. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, surprised yeah. I have yet to see that. Yeah, there, there's your co- there's your cosplay for the Hit. next convention. Oh, I am too chubby to pull that off. <laughs> Here, here's the faces cutting out, and my face is just squished out, <laughs> <laughs> like cut open of a marshmallow package. Just like <laughs> I had asked people what to cosplay as for San Diego Comic Con because I've never cosplayed. Yeah, and people are like, "Well, you love Game of Thrones, like you can go with Jon Snow." And I'm like, "No, I can't." Like with my physique, if I dress like Jon Snow, everyone's going to be like, "Oh, so you're Sam?" Good job. <laughs> like, no, that's not going to work. Right, right. <laughs> you could go full, uh, shave your hair, and do the uh, the. Uh, little birds. What's the guy? Oh, the guy. The, the, the eunuch guy. Is that yeah. Just get a robe. Yeah. Chill. yeah. <laughs> no, I'll stick to my Alan from the Hangover cosplay. I feel like that's the best one I pull nice. off. It, yeah. It's your go-to. Oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> so nice. I appreciate you taking the time yeah, to, to come and chat with us. Absolutely. So e- even though we had to we had to move from uh from from UCB over to our. Uh, to, to our dingy little uh, stained, nice. uh, stained hotel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, it's all right. Yeah. Is it weird that the stain has gotten darker? Is that? Uh, <laughs> is that <laughs> it's just growing. Yeah. It's, it, it's like that episode of Doctor Who where they have the mark on the ceiling that just keeps yeah. growing. The one that James Corden's randomly in. Is that the shadow? Is it the? Oh no, 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 no. That's I know what you mean. Yeah. It's the one with the guy that's in the upstairs that has the like weird shit going on. Is, is yeah. that a Matt Smith one or is that a David Tennant? These two are both right now. Their eyes are just like glossing over. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just kind of thinking. I wish they would bring uh, do an unsolved mysteries for hotel stains. Just kind of that whole oh backstory. Of just you just yeah. If you walked in here with like a UV light and turned it on, oh. you'd be go blind. <laughs> just <laughs> like, it's just so bright. It's like the inside of the sun. <laughs> just late at just late at night. It's like the Griswold's house. You just turn it on. It's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like there, there's a large light coming out of the middle of Los Angeles right now. Yeah, right. Just picture Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. Find my happy place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. yeah where, where can everybody find you on social media if they want um, to? Yeah. Track? Easiest is just uh, at phirm is Twitter, and then uh, on Instagram is uh, mphirm. So firm or mvirm, but yeah. 
Done. And of course, Hard and Firm is on iTunes. So anybody, Hard and Firm is on anybody iTunes. can go yep. get that. You can go listen and they to should. me before I. Yeah, and they, and they absolutely should. Yeah, thanks. Plus, the Comedy Death Ray album is on there, and that stuff that features you guys and everybody that's on that album is fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, of course. So, yeah. and d- any, anything to plug before, uh, um, before I let you go? Uh, no, I mean, you can go, you can go uh, if you want to hear a relatively newer song, you could uh, go Google uh, What Makes the Breakfast. Do that, and then uh, turn <laughs> it up really loud, and uh, you can en- enjoy that. That was what was in my head for a year. <laughs> go for it. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much, Mike. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks, man.